Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today's episode, How to Stop Feeling Guilty. Well, hello there, and thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I'm going to share my experience while I was traveling back home in Canada to visit my family. I have spent most of September in my hometown, which is located in the Montreal suburb. And although traveling with COVID added a lot of complications, I have to say that it was refreshing to reconnect with my family and to rediscover my roots. The purpose of my trip was mainly to see my family, my mom, dad, siblings, who I hadn't seen in the past three years. I have to say, too often we take our loved one for granted. So with COVID in mind, I thought, you know what? Life is fragile and I better take advantage before it's too late. Now you might be wondering how reconnecting with my family has to do with today's topic, which is how to stop feeling guilty. Well, before I can answer that, I've got to share with you what happened on my trip. It all started after I cleared custom at the Montreal Dorval Airport. My next step was to grab the shuttle from the airport to the train station. Before heading to the shuttle, I went to the information desk to figure out where I needed to go. At the desk, a lady told me to wait at door number 8 and also gave me a phone number in case the shuttle didn't show up. As I walked towards the door, I thought, I wonder what I will be experiencing in the next 21 days. And so I opened the door to new possibilities. At that point, it was about 5 p.m., and the train was scheduled to leave at 5.45. Outside, there was a young man named Brian that was also waiting for the same shuttle. This was good information as it told me that I was in the right place and the fact that the shuttle hadn't come by just a few moments ago. However, by 5.15, I was starting to get a little concerned about the time frame. I started calling the number the lady gave me. The problem is that when I called the number, I just reached an automated voice message. At that point, I checked if I could call a Uber over, but the time frame was not going to make it. By 5.25, Brian was already trying to cancel his train ticket to get a refund, but he couldn't. We looked at each other and started being very concerned. And at that moment, I took a deep breath and asked the universe to help us. I literally put all my faith in that greater force. And surprisingly, Brian did the same. By 5.30, a cab asked us if we needed help. Normally, cab did not stop at door number 8 because uh, that is for shuttle, not for taxi. But he stopped anyway, and we asked him if he could take us to the train station within 10 minutes. The cab driver told us that he may not be able to because there was some construction nearby which blocked the main road to get to the train station on time. However, as he arrived there, luck was on our side and the road was open, so we could go through. We arrived at the station at 5.45 p.m. and we both feared that we had missed the train. Brian jumped out of the car and ran to the desk to find out 
what's the status of the train while I was paying the cab fare and got the bags out. Luckily for us, the train was about five minutes late. With some time to spare, Brian wanted to split the cab fare, but he didn't have any cash with him, and he was trying to figure out how he could PayPal me some money. I told him, I said, it's not a big deal. I said, just pay it forward. But he did not understand the meaning. So I said, well, one day someone will need your help. And in that moment, it will remind you of what happened here today. And that's when you will help that person out. That's how you pay it forward. He smiled and agreed. And then our journey separated because we were not in the same train car. The truth as to why I did not ask him to pay me anything is because I was so happy that I have made it on the train on time that I felt that I was gliding on luck. Then I arrived at my sister and we were so happy to reconnect again. My niece, who worked at the bakery, had made a dessert like a mixture of pastry puff fruit and custard. I believe me, it was out of this world. The next day, I didn't feel like doing much, but I didn't want to do nothing. So Dominique, my sister's husband, invited me to go on a car ride on the countryside. I was so impressed with all what I saw, the nature, the trees, the field. It was just magnificent, lakes, rivers, and farms. And then Dominique took me to one of his favorite restaurants for lunch. I'm not sure if you are adding up all the generosity that is coming my way. And obviously, my family was in a state of wanting to give me their appreciation, the fact that I took the time to take the plane and everything. So I was on the receiving end. The next day, I felt rested, and I was ready to go and visit my mom. It was such an amazing time, and it was also an amazing day. It was beautiful outside. So we decided to go for a walk downtown. I was gladly surprised that my mom, being 86 years old, was still agile on her feet. I mean, you know, she's not fast, and every once in a while, she needs to stop and catch her breath. However... I mean, she could still walk, and so I was so amazed with that. At one point, we stopped by a park, and we just sat and just catch up with life, catch up with what's going on. And she told me all about her new life at the residence, because last time I saw her, she was still living in her home, and now she had moved to a elderly facility. On our way back, I realized that when she decides to cross the street, she just goes. She doesn't look around, doesn't pay attention to cars. She just goes. And I realized that her awareness is not the same as mine. Because she just decided to go, I felt that I better stay near and watch to make sure that nothing happened. And as we arrive at the residence, I just take two steps ahead to open the door for her. And next thing, she's on the floor. She fell. I was like, oh my God, in an instant. I went near her and I checked that she was okay. I asked her if she could get up and she did. And then luckily there was somebody else who could help me. We both together, we helped her get up. 
thankfully for that because I would not have been able to get her up by myself. Luckily for all of us concerned, the only thing that she broke was one of her fingernails. Obviously, when you fall at 86 years old, your muscles that have not been used in a while just got a shock. And so she was a little bit uh, stiff in her upper arm. Otherwise, she was fine. Although that everything was fine in the sense that she did not require to spend any time in the hospital. And for that on its own, I was so grateful. Nevertheless, I realized that I started feeling guilty. And guilt is not necessarily a good feeling. Obviously, there are times when guilt keeps us in check when we do something wrong. But in this case, it was an accident. And I was letting the guilt take the better of my time. So at nighttime, I started to wonder, what is the message? And then it came through me that my mom's journey is hers, and whatever happens, she's going to have to deal with it. We all have one life to live in its hours, but we cannot live somebody else's. So basically, we cannot steal other people people's glory, nor we can take their experiences away or their fall when that happened too. We can have compassion, we can help them provide whatever they need when something happened, but we cannot take away their experiences. The cool thing though is that once I understood what was going on, I decided to let go of that feeling of guilt so that I can actually just be present with whatever is happening on that day. If you do feel guilty about something, I invite you to let it go. Because when you have guilt, you don't live in the present. You live in the past. Guilt has a way to siphon your energy, rendering you less inclined to enjoy the moment. The main idea of happiness is to experience the present rather than worrying about the past. One of the best ways to do that is to forgive yourself, to accept that you cannot live somebody else's life, but you've got to live your own. I know a healthy dose of guilt is okay. It's when the guilt is taking the better of your life that is an issue, and that's when I'm inviting you to find ways to release it, to let it go. Obviously, if you have guilt in your mind, It is something that has happened. You don't have guilt about the future. You have guilt about something that has happened. And when you're in that state of mind, you're not present. You're in the past. You're not connected with what's going on now. You're actually living a memory. I realized during that trip that if I wanted to really enjoy every moment, I had to let go of that guilt. I had to let go of anything that I couldn't control. I can only control the moment I'm in, my state of mind, my happiness. I could not prevent the fall, even though I tried. So it goes to show that sometimes things happen for a reason. We don't always like it when these things happen. But when that happened, the best thing to do is to look at what was the message within that. And for me, it was a means to realize that I have choices and one choice was to live in the past or enjoy one moment at a time. 
Another thing that I want to mention is that sometimes when so many good things are happening, sometimes the mind may want to trigger something to sabotage that happiness. We feel like we're not used to that and maybe something bad's going to happen. We almost like create a self-fulfilling prophecy where we put it out there to unpurposely lower our energy. The root cause of that is often time in that false belief that we don't deserve to have all these greatness coming at us. For so many people, it is very challenging to believe that we can receive. We want to be the giver, but we do not want to be the receiver. And as you have noticed throughout my story, I was the receiver from the beginning of my journey. When the guilt trigger came, it was really important for me to step back and realize that I have choices and I was choosing to release the guilt in order to keep on staying in that happy, blissful, receiving part of life. And this is the message I want to share with you today, especially when we are not used to receive. It feels awkward and we may do something that will jeopardize the outcome. However, when you stay in your awareness and you ask deep questions, then you can resolve the issue before everything shifts to the opposite end. So be mindful of what's going on around you. And obviously, don't take things personal. Look for the positive in every negative things. And also be aware that there can be negative things in the positive. So in the end, life is a balance. And what I'm inviting you to do is to pay attention to the clues that you are experiencing. When you are getting serendipity, enjoy it. Just be in that moment. Allow yourself to feel that you deserve to be in that space. And when something triggers your emotion from a place where you don't feel good, ask yourself the question as to what is the learning there? And when you dwell too long on something that is not making you feel good, the best thing then is to forgive yourself and move on. I hope that this message today has helped you in some ways. If you feel that it can help a friend, please share it. Please stay safe and healthy and let's chat in a month from now. Have a fabulous day.